RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The High Court dismisses legal challenges to the co-location arrangement for the express rail. The Democratic Party questions the decision not to charge former chief executive C.Y. Leung over a $50 million payment. The Social Welfare Department comes under fire over its supervision of rest homes. And mainland media report that a second Canadian is being investigated in China. The High Court has dismissed legal challenges against the joint border arrangement with the mainland at the West Kowloon Express Rail Terminus, saying the laws applied are constitutional. Four people had sought the judicial review. That argued that the arrangement, as approved by Beijing's top legislature, the NPC Standing Committee, wasn't part of local laws. But Judge Anderson Chow says Beijing's decision is, in substance, Beijing's interpretation of the basic law. One of the applicants, former lawmaker Leung Kwa Kung, says he'll appeal. He accused the judge of following Beijing's orders and said the case was another step backward for Hong Kong courts. In the recent case, they did make the effort to interpret a certain article of the basic law. But now they didn't. It's like a mess. What they have told the Hong Kong government, the statement is very simple. Listen to me. Those decisions, it's not even an interpretation, it's an order. Democratic Party member and barrister Senia Ng said she was surprised and disappointed to hear the ICAC and the Department of Justice won't charge former Chief Executive C.Y. Leung over a $50 million payment he got from Australian firm UGL. Ms Ng was a key member of a party investigation into the payment, part of which Mr Leung received after he took office but failed to declare. The DOJ decided insufficient evidence, but Ms Ng says there are lingering doubts. If he was to act as an advisor to the UGL on a continuous basis, I would say, um, if you look back to the contract, that could possibly give rise to a conflict of interest even after he took up office as the chief executive. DAB lawmaker Holden Chow says he respects the ICAC's decision to drop a probe into allegations that he interfered with the LegCo inquiry into the UGL payment. Mr Chow was accused of helping Mr Leung influence the scope of the Select Committee's inquiry last year. I respect the decision made by DOJ. I trust it's professional and I have no more comment. I hope this is the time to bring this incident to an end. One of nine key figures of the, of the 2014 Occupy protests, which paralysed parts of Hong Kong, has told the district court he didn't intend to incite others to cause a public nuisance at the onset of the campaign. Here's Tom McAlinden. The lawyer for Tommy Jung said the 24-year-old was asking people to join a public meeting for a limited period of time at Tim May Avenue in September 2014. At the time, Mr Jung was calling for the release of student leaders and the reopening of Civic Square outside government headquarters where protesters often gathered. The lawyer said the prosecution failed to prove Mr Jung intended to cause a lengthy occupation of Tim May Avenue and the neighbourhood, especially since the roads had already been cordoned off by police before Mr Jung made his appeal. He said nor did Mr Jung incite others to cause public nuisance, as video footage showed him no longer on stage or in the vicinity following the early hours of the 28th of September. Mr Jung, along with Occupy Central organisers Benny Tai, Chan Kim Man and Chu Yu Ming, lawmakers Shu Ka Chun and Tanya Chan, former lawmaker Lee Wing Tat and activists Raphael Wong and Eason Chung have all pleaded not guilty to public nuisance-related charges. 
The Ombudsman has criticised the Social Welfare Department over what it called lax monitoring of residential care homes for the elderly. It said it initiated its investigation following media reports that alleged some care homes had neglected or abused residents and its findings also revealed several inadequacies. Ombudsman Connie Lau said the effectiveness of inspections was questionable, the ordinance governing care homes antiquated and not comprehensive and enforcement was not having a deterrent effect. As an example, she said over the past four years no care home licences had been revoked, even in cases with numerous breaches. Some elderly homes are repeatedly doing something wrong, uh, which is against the law. We do think that social welfare departments should take early action to uh, at least to prosecute those elderly homes so as to give sufficient deterrent effect to those uh, licenses that they should follow the regulation and the existing ordinance. Senior government officials have marked the Nanjing Massacre National Memorial Day in a ceremony at the Hong Kong Museum of Coastal Defence. They observed two minutes of silence before the chief executive, Carrie Lam, laid a wreath to pay tribute to the victims of the massacre 81 years ago. Others attending the ceremony included LegCo and Executive Council members, mainland officials and war veterans. The Action Committee for Defending the Diaoyu Island says two of its members were arrested in Tokyo yesterday for protesting against the Nanjing Massacre are still in custody. It says lawyers in Japan are helping the man and woman and Chinese diplomats also paid a visit. The two protested on the grounds in the grounds of Yasuki of the, I'm sorry, Japan's Yasukuni Shrine, which honours the war's dead, including convicted Japanese war criminals. This morning, the Action Committee marched to the Japanese consulate in Central to commemorate the 1937 massacre. Spokesman Opak Kun called for the release of the pair. We want to go direct to Tokyo, hoping to reach out to the Japanese people, telling them about the truth of the history of Nanjing Massacre. This is the freedom of expression, and Japan is said to be a democratic country. Such freedom of expression should be allowed anywhere in Japan. We think that our friends did not commit any crime. Mainland state media have reported that a second Canadian who went missing in China is under investigation on suspicion of engaging in activities that harm China's national security. A government news agency in northeastern Liaoning province reported that Michael Spavor, who's based in China, was investigated by the Dandong branch of China's Ministry of State Security on December 10th. On Monday, a former Canadian diplomat, Michael Kovrig, was detained in Beijing. Officials suspect Beijing is acting in response to the arrest of the Huawei executive, Meng Wanzhou, in Canada earlier this month. U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross says China has agreed to cut tariffs on U.S. cars and buy U.S. soybeans. Mr. Ross gave no further details but said the news proved President Trump's account of his December 1 meeting with President Xi Jinping was accurate. There's been no confirmation as yet from Beijing. The British Prime Minister, Theresa May, has survived a vote of no confidence in her leadership of the governing Conservative Party. 200 MPs backed her, 117 voted against. While there can be no further challenge for a year, many in her party remain vehemently opposed to the Prime Minister over her handling of Britain's withdrawal from the EU. Andrew Bridgen is a Conservative MP who called for her to be removed. What we've seen tonight um, I think is disappointing. I think it's an opportunity missed for the Parliamentary Party to reset our negotiating position, move forward with a new Prime Minister and a new mandate. All it's done is actually kicked the can down the road and I think we're rapidly running out of road. 
Speaking on the steps of Number 10 Downing Street after the vote, Mrs May said it was now time to get on with the job of securing Brexit. Later, she'll join European leaders at a summit in Brussels where she'll seek reassurances over the Irish backstop, which would keep Northern Ireland tied closely to the European single market if negotiations on a future trade relationship fail. President Trump's former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, has been jailed for three years for lying to Congress and violating election laws. He told the court he felt it was his duty to cover up for what he described as the dirty deeds of Mr. Trump. One of the charges involved hush money paid during the 2016 election campaign to two women who said they'd had affairs with Mr. Trump. The president denied Mr. Cohen's claim that he directed the payments. Michael Avenatti is a lawyer for one of the women, Stormy Daniels. Speaking outside the court, he said Mr. Cohen deserved every day of his sentence. Michael Cohen is no hero. He is no patriot. His choice time and time again was to degrade my client, seek to intimidate her, call her and me liars, and seek to degrade the office of the presidency of the United States by seeking to buy effectively an election. This is an outrage. France remains on its highest level of security alert as the search continues for a gunman who shot two people dead near a Christmas market in Strasbourg on Tuesday. The authorities have issued a photo of the suspect. The French Prime Minister, Edouard Philippe, has announced the deployment of hundreds more soldiers across the country. As of today, 500 soldiers have been added to the force and in the coming days, 1,300 will join those already mobilised. The objective is to secure sites open to the public, particularly Christmas markets. Scientists in California say climate change is squeezing winters into a shorter period of time. Researchers based their findings on a study of winter snowfall in the mountains in the west of the US. Here's the BBC's Victoria Gill. Professor Amato Evan from the Scripps Institution in San Diego studied the annual cycle of snow and melt in the western US from the early 1980s to this year. He found that the length of time snow is on the ground there is continually being squeezed into a shorter period. Mountain snow is what millions of people rely on for a fresh water supply. In California particularly, the reservoirs are only refilled by annual snow melts. Scientists say this signal from the snow is clear evidence that the impacts of climate change are now playing out in the mountains. A Dutch court has rejected a case brought by Chinese villagers for the return of a Buddhist statue containing the mummified remains of an 11th century monk. The court ruled the case was inadmissible because the village committee behind it wasn't a legal entity. The life-sized statue disappeared from a temple more than 20 years ago. Markets and the mainland sanitary napkin maker Hengan International has rejected a research report that accuses it of fabricating 11 billion yuan of income since 2005. In a filing to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, it denied all allegations in the report, calling it misleading, biased and inaccurate. It said the ultimate aim of Bonita Research was to undermine Hengan's reputation and drive down or take advantage of volatility in its share price. Hengan is seeking legal advice and considering legal action. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.43 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar, 13 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 85 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng index was at 26,518. 332 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $42 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung.
We start with football's European Champions League, where Manchester City were the only group leaders on the night to win their final match. The English champions clinched top spot in Group F with a 2-1 win at home over Hoffenheim. Leroy Sané scored both City goals. Here's manager Pep Guardiola. Today we finish the group stage. We finish in the best way, so we'll be in the best 16 team in the in Europe. So try to arrive in that period. The best conditions, as much players fit, and big compliment for everybody for this group, because every group is tough, and uh, we did it so well. There was only one place in the last 16 to be decided, and that went to Lyon. Their one-all draw at Chateau Donetsk was enough to see them progress behind Manchester City. Juventus qualified as Group H winners ahead of Manchester United. Both were beaten in their last matches. Juve lost 2-1 to Young Boys in Switzerland. United fell 2-1 at Valencia. Jose Mourinho was asked why his United team failed to take advantage. First of all, because because, um, we scored two goals and instead of win 2-1, we lost 2-1. But uh, joke apart, I think we were too passive in the in the first half. Quite comfortable with the ball, but not with uh, intensity and um, and amb- ambition. But we started the second half with uh, with the own goal that gave Valencia a better position to to control the game. But I think fundamentally this. I think we waste um, we waste the first half playing too too comfortable and not enough with 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 um, with enough intensity. The holders, Real Madrid, suffered an embarrassing 3-0 defeat at home to CSKA Moscow. Real did field an understrength side, having already clinched their group. Second place, Roma, also lost. They were beaten 2-1 by Victoria Pilsen. Bayern Munich held top spot in Group E after they drew 3-all with second place Ajax in Amsterdam. We finish with the NBA, where the Boston Celtics have extended their winning streak to seven games, thanks to some late-game heroics by Kyrie Irving. His back-to-back three-pointers in the final minute of overtime gave the Celtics a 130-125 victory over the Wizards in Washington. Irving stepped up with 38 points in the absence of Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, and Jalen Brown. Elsewhere, Indiana won their fifth straight, beating Milwaukee 130 13-97, behind 25 points from Taddeus Young. Cleveland beat New York 113-106. The Knicks have now lost five in a row. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The High Court dismisses legal challenges to the co-location arrangement for the express rail. The Democratic Party questions the decision not to charge the former chief executive over a $50 million payment. And mainland media report that a second Canadian is under investigation in China. The news from RTHK.